When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi there. Welcome to another exciting edition of Bear With Us Radio. I'm Don McDonald. I know we called the show Talking Real Money up until a few minutes ago, but now we're going to change it to Please Bear With Us Radio. Because... (laughs) Ah, anyone, anyone out there, anyone, anyone on an electronic device of any kind? A- a- anyone? Yeah. Uh-huh. Any, anyone use the internet ever? Uh, okay. You have? Yeah. All right. I know. Uh, d- have you ever had it just intermittently, something like an electronic device or your internet just intermittently go down on you? You ever had that happen? I know I have. It's one of the banes of my existence. Well, today, uh, <laughs> I've been, uh, I, I, I I do the show from Florida. Little behind the scenes thing. I am in Florida. I am Don McDonald. I live in Florida. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Me too. Yeah. I know. I don't need your sympathy. I know what I did. Um. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And I send this show from here to Northwest News Radio in Seattle Whoosh, over the internet Whoosh, on these really fancy devices, which. 99% of the time, work really well. But when they don't, figuring out why they don't work, well, it can be a challenge. I mean, I'm looking at the log of the Internet stuff going, I don't even know what most of this stuff means because I don't write code, but something has happened. So bear with us on today's program as occasionally you may hear me go and then kind of bleep out for a minute. The longest the little drops have lasted, it's been about 15 seconds. And they're totally intermittent and random. So I'm hoping they will that 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 the 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 internet will smile on me and have pity on me and work for two hours. That's all I'm asking. Okay, not not even two hours. I'm asking for like an hour and fifty minutes. That's it. I'm good if you, if you can fail after an hour and 50 minutes. So anyway, Don McDonald here. Talking real money is what we do because money's a big part of life. You need it. You need to deal with it. You need to do a lot of things with it. Many of which can be mm, a little crazy making. And we'll talk about that in a second. Tom is uh, hanging out. He's <laughs> Yeah, I know. Second childhood. He's having a frat party or something. So uh, so Tom's at a frat party. I'm in the studio. You're wherever you are. And you and me, we, the, the two of us, will get together during the course of this hour or two and try to solve some of the financial problems that you run into, try to improve your financial life, try to help you cope with situations that can make you crazy uh, discuss the people who provide financial help and advice and services i have some definite opinions about them 
And, uh, but of course, it's anything you care to talk about. I, I really always have deferred to my listeners. And the number to call is 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And the earlier you call, of course, the better. Because we'll have more time together. And if you wait till the end, sometimes it's hard to get in. Now, before we move on to you, I need to talk about the world a little bit particularly the financial world, because that 800-pound gorilla has grown. It's grown in stature and size and scariness. You know, it's it's King Kong size almost now. Well, not their quite little King Kong. Um, because right now, as of Friday, the end of April, because today's really the end of April, the S&P 500 has declined by about 13% for the year. That's kind of scary. Looks very similar to what happened in 2020. Looks very similar to what happened at some point in 2008. Looks very similar to something that happened in 2000. It's a corrected market. That's what this means. It's down more than 10%. But that's the S&P 500. And we want you, again, we never even talk about the Dow. No Dow all the time. Uh, no doubt, none of the time. But here's the thing. If you had done the thing that we believe you should do to help reduce volatility, it's not a panacea. It does not eliminate the pain of declining markets. Remember, declining markets are the price you pay for rising markets. But if you had been totally invested, if you'd had 100% of your money in stocks, but globally invested, You'd only be down right now for the year about nine, a little over nine percent. A lot less painful, still painful. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don. Tom is away for the day, but we are here to stay at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Give me a call. I'd love to talk with you. We're talking a little bit about the markets because, well, they've been scary. They really have. But it really depends on which markets you're looking at. If you just look at the S&P 500 for the year, the market... That market is down about 13% for the year, total return after dividends and everything. So more than it, it's actually declined more than that because you got some dividends in there. Uh, if you look at the Vanguard total world stock ETF, you're going to see that it did a little worse. The kind of portfolio, the global portfolio I'm talking about is the kind that we and Paul Merriman and a few others believe in. And that's one that has a tilt where you tilt a little bit to small cap, where you tilt to value, where you tilt a little bit to emerging markets, where you have a little bit of real estate, where you really truly have not just global diversification, but asset class diversification. Because you have to remember the Vanguard Total World Stock ETF, again, skews heavily to the S&P 500 and to growth-oriented stocks. So the values also help bail you out. That broad diversification really helps 
reduce to dampen that volatility. Good example. If you look at the Vanguard balanced index fund for the year to date, you'll see it's down 2.2%. So only about uh, less than eight tenths of a percent less than the S&P 500. However, if you had a balanced portfolio that included the stocks we're talking about, the really, really broad diversification with an overweighting to small in value, then the the, 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 the total return was about, in a 60-40, about a loss of 7%. And for most people, that's a number that doesn't hurt. That's why this massive diversification, particularly when you're getting up there in years, when when the money you've saved for so long becomes even more dear and more valuable because you're getting closer to needing it for your life, that's when it really gets important to get that massive diversification inside the portfolio and the right kind of science-based diversification. Give me a call. I'm Don McDonald. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. And Tom, it's your time. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Don. Are you there? Hi, Tom. I am here. I was hoping it wasn't that other Tom. I'm glad it's you. Oh, no, not that one. But there is a leaf blower going outside here. So, uh, Oh, of course, of course. We get a Tom with a leaf blower. That's just uh, that's yeah. destiny. What's up, Tom? Uh, um, I've got uh, about $150,000 to invest, and uh, I've got a financial advisor that He's obviously not a true fiduciary. He's trying to uh, t- have me take that plus my wife's uh, 401k, 401k from a, a previous employer, which is about 120000 and he wants to put all that into a variable annuity. He's out of his bloody and mind. He's been trying to get me to do that for a number of years because I've had this $150,000 sitting in the bank just waiting to do something mm-hmm. with it, and I think he's been just trying to wait me out. Till well, I okay, but now, Tom, why do, do you have all this money? Why have you had all this money in the bank, and for how long have you had it in the bank? Um, Probably a good five years. Okay. <laughs> You know, you know, if if you'd invested it for that five year period, you, you, even with what's going on now, you'd be money ahead. But that's water I under know. the bridge. Let me tell you what this guy's trying to do. This guy is trying to get from you, and he will if he convinces you to do this. He wants to get from you a, a commission of about twenty thousand dollars. Well, and, and I realize that because I'm a regular listener, so. Um yeah, this guy you shouldn't but even be speaking. Is this a friend? Was, is, there, is there any world at all where a variable annuity makes sense? No. No, I didn't think so. Wasn't that easy? <laughs> I mean, think yeah. about it for a minute. Because what a variable annuity is, is it takes a, a, a portfolio of mutual funds and it wraps it in a meager little life insurance policy to garner tax deferral that's all you get in a variable annuity is just deferred taxation but you have to remember all the stocks that you have in a mutual fund inside that variable annuity if you own those anyway they'd be tax deferred until you sold them so you already get tax deferral but the problem here's the downside of these evil variable annuities when you take money out of a variable annuity you are taxed as ordinary income 
If you have a stock fund that goes up in value or stock ETF on which you've paid no taxes over the, the decade you're in it and you sell it, you're taxed at a capital gains rate, which will be lower or has been lower. I don't know what the future will bring. And you have all of these mortality and other expenses associated with variable annuities, some of which go to pay the commission to the agent. How do you think they manage to sneak twenty grand out of your two hundred and seventy grand to pay him up front? It's through those two and three percent fees that they collect along the way, or that surrender charge they get during the first decade or twelve years that you're in the product. Right. There's nothing good okay, about well, these things. That's that's my take on it too, and I, I I told him last time I talked to him flat out I I will not put money into an annuity, and he goes well what do you want to do with your money I says well what about an index fund or an ETF he says oh I won't do that <laughs> right because he won't get commissions on them right 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 so that's why um, you have to fire this person and I hate to say this Tom but you really do need somebody to advise you because you should have been invested five years ago you know that right right because right. you've waited well great you waited now now you're the markets are down what if they turn around and go back up like they did in 2020 again you gonna wait well I, i'd like to go in now actually you should you should you should. What you need to do, determine what you've got this. But this is why pe people like this financial planner are, are so detrimental to their client's future well-being. They don't sit down. Did he ever talk to you about what you want this money to do for you, what you needed to do, how much risk you can take, all of those things? Or did he just try to sell something? Uh, I would say he possibly touched on some of those things, but not in depth and and mm -hmm. another thing that when I ask him a question about how this or that works, he's always vague. Of course he's vague because he doesn't want to tell you. Because if you sit down, if you actually asked him for the uh, prospectus on this variable annuity and you sat down and read the whole thing, and I guarantee you it's ponderous, by the time you were done with it, you'd go, well, this is really terrible for anybody except the salesman except the salesman. You either need to get yourself a good fiduciary advisor, and we've got all the tools you need to find one at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com, or you need to take the risk quiz, figure out what you want this money to do for you, and get invested. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And this is for everyone, not just Tom. But if the money you're putting away is it, most of it is 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 earmarked for retirement, and you're just not getting how this is going to work, come to Retire Meet in in May, May 14th in Bellevue, because you're going to get an education on the money part. You're going to get an education on other parts of retirement, which will be valuable. Um, you can come to the live event, the in person event at Maidenbauer, or you can view it online for free. But I tell you, the Maidenbauer event's a really good deal. Because you get all this education stuff, and then how much would you pay for a really nice lunch? You're going to pay like 15 bucks, right? A decent lunch. Really nice when you're going to pay more. 
And, and the Maidenbauer has a great lunch and some snacks and stuff like that. You're going to pay 15 right? How much are you going to pay to park most of the day in downtown Bellevue? Another 10 Easy? More? It's $25 to come to retire meet. If you're a couple, it's $20 a piece. Just come for the sandwich and the free parking. <laughs> so go to retiremeet.com and sign up. And, you know, you might just hang out for uh, for Tom and me, at least. Oh, no, no, you need to be there for Apollo. Apollo is amazing. If you haven't heard Apollo Lupescu speak, you are missing out. Plus, her Weiss mom's there. Oh, gosh, we've got so many people. I learned stuff. Uh, just go to retiremeet.com. Up next... Stephen, welcome to the show. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, this sir. This morning I saw a, a news article about the series I-Bonds. And I did, too. Could, uh, make some money on them. Um, today was supposed to be the last day you could buy to get in just before the raise to 9.6%. But when you go online to try and buy it at Treasury, um, they automatically shift you to the next business day. So what do you think about that? It doesn't seem to have a maturity date like normal savings bonds. Well, they do, um, do but it's like, it's like thir- it's like uh, it's 30 years. Turn your radio down, years. too, Stephen, just a little bit. 30 years. Well, However, let me explain how this works. Um. It, it, the bonds, actually, I believe it's the bonds that start selling on Monday. Because right now, the combined rate through the end of April was 7.12%. And it's going to about 9.6, I believe. Um, if you buy the, when you buy the bond, you have to stay in it for one year. That's required. You don't, you cannot get out early. And if you get out before five years have passed, then you lose three months of interest. The rate is reset every six months, depending on inflation. Right. Well, the first two things were not clear to be seen on the website about um, getting out early. Yeah, um, it, it's it, you got to dig, but it's there. Uh, there's as I think you probably read Jason Zweig's column in the Wall Street Journal, right? No, actually, I heard it on the um, news this morning on Cuomo. Okay, because Jason Zweig did a piece on it, and basically he he explained it, but he also said the thing that I believe. The tr- I don't understand why the U.S. Treasury doesn't hire somebody to build a better website. I would do it for them. The website that I could build a better website than they have. They have a terrible website. The information's there, but it is a chore to wade through the 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 stuff to find it but it's there maximum you can put in ten thousand bucks per person per social security number that is and then another five thousand can come from your um your your tax refund every year ah that's how they get fifteen thousand okay that's how they get fifteen all right yeah because they mentioned that it was a Maximum of 15000 this morning. They didn't say that you just can't buy fifteen straight out. Yeah, no, you can't just buy fifteen straight out. And for rich people like Tom, you know, who says this is kind of gimmicky, okay, yeah, but for poor people like me, 9.6% for six months, shh, I'll take it. I really will. Even if for the next 
six months it goes back down to zero which it won't you don't i don't believe inflation is going to fall to nothing in six months it might over five years but even then what i've what i've made prior to that is very likely going to make up for what i don't make later on as i stay in it for the full five years unless of course it goes to zero and then there won't be any interest rate penalty for getting out prior to five years because you didn't get any interest so it could go to zero Thank you so much for the call, Stephen. I appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And the uh, the internet gods are smiling on us today. As I don't want to... Do I have wood? Do I have wood? This is made of plastic. Anything here, wood? What was that? Music went away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, welcome back to the show. I'm Don McDonald. The show, it's called Talking Real Money. The topic, well, real money. And uh, it's really easy to get questions answered, to get some direction, to find out what you probably should be doing and what you probably shouldn't be doing at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's really easy. And uh, and the nice thing about Saturdays is this is the time when we can actually engage in a conversation. You see, on the podcast, I take questions. Tom takes questions. We answer a lot of questions on the podcast. But there's not the conversation because those are sent in to us um, at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com or called in to the same number, to 855-935-TALK, after the show hours. During the show, that goes right through to us for the show. So I love the conversational aspect of being able to do this with you. So give me a call, 855-935-8255. for a very long time, almost 35 years. We've been trying to help you make this whole process of dealing with money a little bit easier. We, We don't always get it right. We don't always have the right answer. But the one thing you can be certain of is we're not gonna tell you to do something that's good for us and bad for you. I've had plenty of opportunities to do that. Plenty. I've been offered huge amounts of money. Back when I did a national show and I was on 90 stations, I was offered massive sums of money. So, you know, uh, I'm not in it for the money. Of course, I want to make money, but do I want to be rich? No. No, I don't. Matter of fact, (laughs) uh, uh, lately, my wife and I have been just gorging ourselves on these true scam dramas these real stories about these real people who care more about themselves and the money they can make and the power they can grab than they do about their employees or their customers or anybody else in the world you know people who really really bend the rules and and uh it's it's sort of disconcerting after a while. Uh, we've watched the uh, the the one about Anna Delvi. Uh, that was probably the worst made of the bunch, but it's an interesting story. Uh, the uh, the the 
the one about uh, Theranos, which was probably the best made of the bunch, which again is a horrible story of just greed and avarice and stupidity and egos and lying and cheating and doing whatever it takes to get ahead for them and not for anybody else. I know, I, I know that's built into our brains. I get it. A lot of us have that problem. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Please don't get me wrong. I am not anti-capitalism. I like capitalism. I just think it needs to be fair. It's like cryptocurrencies. No, I don't want the Commodities Futures Trading Commission regulating them. The SEC isn't that good. The CFTC is terrible. It's like having FINRA regulate brokers. Oh, oh yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, the brokers are regulating themselves. Last night, we started watching, because we ran out of the other ones, I finally convinced my wife to watch Dope Sick. She did not think she would like it. I knew she would, because we'd seen the documentary, and she did like it. With uh, Michael Keaton, the the Purdue Pharma thing, the Sackler family, and of course I know it's a drama. It's more fun to watch a drama than a documentary. And I know it's not all true, but I do also know that most of it is true. The gist of it is true. And it's all about abject greed. It's just... And I know it's a, again, it's a drama. You look at their house, you go, that's not their real house. But then I look it up and you go, the, the real Richard Sackler house was really, really rich, was really ornate. Who needs that kind of money? Who needs that kind of money? So that you can buy Twitter as a play toy? There has to be some reason, some balance in the world. And the thing that bothered me the most about the whole Purdue Pharma thing, the thing that bothered me the most was not the greed and the avarice of the Sackler family. That's kind of a given. It's the guy at the FDA who approved the label and then went to work for Purdue Pharma a couple of years later. Now, there ought to be a law against anybody who regulates an industry going into that industry later. 855-935-TALK. Don and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guide to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, our phone number is 855-935-TALK. I'm Don McDonald. Tom is away for the day. And can't we all just try to play fair? Wouldn't that be nice? I know that's naive. And at my age, I shouldn't be naive. But I still want everybody to play a little more nicely. I still want the financial services industry to be honest. And you know the funny thing from watching those shows and watching the documentaries and all? The funny thing is, the people who are pitching this bad stuff actually, at least initially, believe that what they're doing is right and righteous. It's funny. I know when I was a naive mid-twenties stockbroker for Dean Witter, I believed I was doing the right thing for my clients. Why did I believe that? Because all of these role models, these smart, intelligent, well-educated people were telling me I was. 
And I noticed that in the uh, in the Dope Sick show. Their young sales reps are just lapping this stuff up. And it reminded me of me when I was a young broker and the, the, the horrible things I sold people. I did. And yet I thought I was doing something good. So it's not that the, the, the stockbrokers and the sales reps out there are necessarily bad. It's that they don't know that what they're doing is bad. They don't. I sure hope some of them, at least, find their way to the bright side of the financial street. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. And Carl, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thanks, Don. Um, so we're looking to do a major kitchen remodel, and we had planned on using money that we had put away in a post-tax you know, investment account. Mm-hmm. But with the market doing what it's doing now, the question I have is, should we do a HELOC instead and then basically dollar cost average out of our investment account to pay off the HELOC, hoping that uh, the market doesn't keep dropping? Well, but, you know, the market could keep dropping. <laughs> That's the thing. We just well, don't I, I know. know What's... We, we've lost about 33000 33, mm-hmm. of of the money that we had in there so far. We still have enough money in it to just pay for it outright. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's better. This, this was extra money that we had put aside to, sure. you know, do home improvements or whatever. It's not money we need to live on. Uh, how long ago did you put it in there? Uh, we, we put it in, in 2020 and we've been putting money in and we still have an emergency fund aside in cash besides this. Mm-hmm. So we could, we could just, you know, cash out, take a tax loss and, and, uh, and be fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't well, know. Okay. What, what kind of rates are you, what kind or, of rates are you being, what kind of rates are you being quoted on HELOCs right now? See, this is my concern. Well, I haven't looked. I haven't looked for it yet. Um, I know they're going to be crazy high, probably five, six, seven percent. Our mortgage. I think, I think above two that. And, I th- yeah. Two and three quarters. Yeah, I think above that. Um, let's see what. Let me see what I can find. I just. I haven't looked at HELOCs in such a very long time. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, four point four point two four point oh four point zero to four point five. That's actually not terrible. Yeah, with the with the market having lost already ten percent this year, you know, a four percent, you know, money versus ten percent loss in the market doesn't seem. Yeah, so bad. it doesn't seem so bad. You know what? I think I'd be very, te- I'd very, I'd be very tempted to do that. I don't know that I would necessarily dollar cost average out of my investments to do it. I would probably just go ahead and make uh, payments, and if it if the rate ratchets up, then I would probably start doing it. Start taking okay. it out of the investments. But I think long-term investments should be, at least you should try to give them what is a long-term. Uh, money that's going to be needed in a year or two should not go into the stock market ever. It just shouldn't. But now that it is, I just, oh, man. You know, you get a tax loss, but you're only going to get 25% of that back. So it's not going to make a big difference. I, th- I think I'd be tempted to take the uh, the home equity line right now. Okay. Thanks for the info. Thanks for your call. We're having a little internet glitching right now. It uh, we were doing so well. And Richard, you're next. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, good afternoon. So hey, Richard. I have a question. Um, I work I work with hi. I work with a financial advisor that's getting a percent of a mm-hmm. portfolio. And I've always wondered and I like them. I think they've done a good job, but I've never been able to figure out and I'm on a pretty diversified portfolio and I'm my age I'm seventy one, I'm back sixty, uh forty equity, sixty in you know, fixed or whatever. But how to measure performance. And, you know, it's because there's so many ways of measuring performance to say, are they doing a good job or an okay job or a bad job? So is there a rule of thumb somehow to do that, especially with a diverse portfolio that you're not just measuring it against one index? So what do you do with No, How does it work? No, you never should. First, a couple of things. One, time. You got to give anything time. Because a a few months or a year or even two year comparison is not going to be particularly accurate, and then you've got to hone in on what a similar portfolio would be. And if you're looking at a massively diversified portfolio, you you've got to go back mm-hmm. to to you've got to kind of create your own indexes. In other words, you have a forty sixty uh-huh. portfolio. So a 4060 yep. globally diversified portfolio. And I mean, you know, large cap, mm-hmm. small cap value, uh, uh, emerging markets, real estate, all of that. A 4060 portfolio yep. over the past hundred years has averaged about seven and a quarter percent per year. So far this year, so that kind of a. Year, so you, so, so, I'm sorry. So measuring it each year is ridiculous. Don't do that to them. It's ridiculous because because they may, for example, you you could say over the past ten years very easily that the S and P 500 has been better than investing globally, right? Been a lot better. Right. So why would I invest globally? Well, people forget that from 2000 to 2010, having that international component in your portfolio took a loss in the S and P 500 and turned it into about a seven percent average annual gain. So, so when you say make your own index to measure against, what does that exactly mean? Well, How what you do have to that? do is look at what it's not going to be easy. But you look at, well, or you ask them. Um, if you have 40% in bonds, what kind of bonds? Is it short intermediate governments? Great. Use the short intermediate government bond or a, a, an index fund like one from Vanguard or an ETF to measure that portion mm-hmm. of the portfolio. Yep. Is the other 60% in, uh, is it heavily t- uh, weighted towards small cap? Or is it uh, just like the Vanguard Total World Stock Index? You might even want to do it that way. Just say, okay, I got the Vanguard Total World for my 60. And I've got a the Vanguard bond market index bnd for my 40 how do i compare to that if you're close to that i'm not saying you need to match it or they need to beat it but if you're close to that a little above a little below year to year then they're probably doing a good job by you probably doing a good job but it's not an exact science tom and don are talking real money Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. <sighs> this is what usually happens. I got a bunch of people lined up on the phone lines. Here's my request, my my entreaty. Please hang in there. 
because we're going to take a break for the news at the top of the hour, and then I'm dying to talk to you on the other side. As a matter of fact, I'll skip the first segment and get right to you guys, but hang on the line. That's uh, i got a couple of you. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. And as I mentioned earlier, we've got a big event coming up in a couple of weeks in Bellevue, the first live event in a couple of years, Retire Meet 22 coming up. And this is an all-day event that has all kinds of great information. Tom will be there. I'll be there. Tons of other experts. Apollo Lupescu has a brand new presentation on the current state of the economy, inflation and the like, and how these world events affect your portfolio. He's a powerful speaker. So get your tickets right now because it's sold out every year. Go to retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com, or you can spell it M-E-A-T if you want. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.